Three. Welcome back to Bruin Backheel. It is February 24th. Um, this is your DJ cast singing slasher. And I'm here with Maddie, Shayna, and M. Do you guys have radio names? M has a radio name. I think it's like DJ E Blaze or something. Yeah. Maddie, what's your name? <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Mess. Daddy <laughs> Mess. Shayna? That just sounds so gross. Let me think Daddy about it. I'm not on this enough. Her should be like angel one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Her should be like heaven, heaven above all. Um, anyways. Okay, and we have a special guest, Elisha. We say hello. What's good, y'all? Uh, <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your DJ name, Elisha? You have to come up with one. Um I had, a, I had a rapper name I used to go by um, back in. I made a song one time. It was a rejected rapper because, you know, I'm rejected because I only <laughs> made one song. Bars. <laughs> rapper. That was your rap name. But, I mean. Is this song, yeah, is this song made... still out? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's on SoundCloud, Physics Everywhere. We made it my junior year um at the end of our physics class we just made a song me and my homie namin shout out namin (laughs) quick plug okay okay um all right so yeah our guest star today is elisha he is a junior on the ucla football team um so where are you from what's your background uh so i was raised in long beach california but around a little bit like in in a middle school i'm in texas and lived out there for four years but i moved back to cali my junior year of high school but i'm originally from long beach california lbc lbc yep. so when you so when you go home for the holidays you go to long beach now nah, when i go home i go to uh go to Mari- marietta it's like in the ie you know that's where we live now in the empire so yeah, that's the that's the home base, but originally from Long Beach. Okay, um, so I know your brother. He plays football for Utah, right? Nah, he or he used to play football for Utah, but he's on the Jets now. Oh shit! Oh, okay, nice. So, did you grow up in kind of like a football household? Um, how did you start getting into football overall? Yeah, so um, my my dad and my uncle played football here at UCLA as well. So oh. like as a kid, like, we always played sports. We all we played all the sports like soccer, basketball, track, football. But I mean, football was just the one that stuck. Like my dad played in college, so it was it was like something that I always wanted to do as a kid as well. Just playing college and. Uh, eventually playing the NFL so that's that's like always been my goal as a kid and what I've been working towards but yeah like he kind of he kind of was the first first person I saw that was uh, like seeing pictures of him and like videos of him when I was a kid that kind of set me on the path to play play football in college as well. Other than him um, you were talking about your dad right being your inspiration for football were there any other um collegiate or pro football players that you looked up to 
Uh, I say, hmm, I say like, I say Terrell Owens was he's he's my favorite player of all time. Uh, he played wide receiver, but like he was just someone that that was really cool. Uh, I also like Richard Sherman as well. Um, he plays my position, so that's someone I always look up to. So I say those two, and then like my, I mean my number one inspiration is Kobe Bryant for sure. Kobe, uh, I always love basketball and being in Long Beach. That's near LA, so I always watch the Lakers growing up. Watch watch Kobe win all those championships, and always had. I mean, I still have my my Kobe jersey from like I want to say like. Like third or fourth grade, like I still have it to this day. So he's like my I think, number one. I think I remember that favorite picture. athlete. I, I remember that on Snap. Posted the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I had a jersey since. So I was looking like his mom with mentality. I try to bring that to you know bring that to the football field. So he's just. I mean, he's just, he was my first inspiration. Because I, I always, like, originally as a kid, I wanted to wanted to be a basketball player. Uh, like, football, kind of, football came late, i say, in middle school. But I always loved basketball. The first sport I actually ever played was soccer, you know. Shout out to y'all, UCLA, UCLA soccer. But what, you know, what you know about some soccer? <laughs> yeah, I played, um, I played goalie and I played, uh, center back you know I wasn't really on the offensive side but I was always on the back end making sure nobody scored goals but I really love soccer too. I mean I still watch it with my dad to this day but like that was that was kind of what I got my roots in soccer the that was the original sport. I want to say I started playing like when I was three or four years old and then I played all the way up to middle school so had a lot of a lot of years in soccer did you know that you wanted to go to UCLA, like with your dad playing here, or was that was that just like an option, or was that like the dream? I, I say it was a dream, um, like a dream all through middle school, all through high school. Like as I started getting offers, it was always like um, always waiting for that UCLA UCLA offer to come by, and it really didn't come till. Like my last offer, um, January of my senior year. So that was something I was very happy about. And I just came on my visit. And, I mean, it, it felt like home here. So it was it was an easy decision. It, it wasn't an easy decision, but it, it felt like the, the right decision to come here and pursue my athletics and pursue my academics. And it's been been great ever since. Did you say that there were other schools you were looking to go to or was um, UCLA the route you wanted to go? Yeah, so my top three was going to be either here, Northwestern, or UPenn. I was really close to going to Ivy's, but um, honestly wanted to stay close to home. And I really loved UCLA, so that influenced the decision. So those are, like, those, those are my final three, though. Was your brother getting looked at by UCLA? Uh, he actually wasn't. Um, he originally committed to Houston while we were still in Texas. Then when we moved back, um, he 
he ended up changing and going to Utah. But Utah was really one of the only Pac-12 schools that looked at him. Um, being new to, like, the West Coast, you know, schools kind of were late. And he kind of flew under the radar. But Utah was a great place for him. And he made it to the NFL. So that college is over. But, yeah, yeah, UCLA, UCLA really, really came on late. Like they didn't really, they didn't really show any attention to either me or my brother till me late in my uh, senior year. So it was, it was kind of frustrating at the time. But I mean, when it was, when when the time came and they were around, they recruited me. That's I mean, it became special. So and it all worked out in the end. So everything's good. It's so crazy that with football they like recruit so late. Yeah. Like, our sport like. I was committed by sophomore year. You were yeah. like around the same time, right? Like they recruit us when we're like 15, 14, 15. So it's like such a big difference between the whole recruiting process. It's interesting. And like how important high school football is for you guys. Like for us, it's all like club and yeah. like other national team stuff. But for you guys, you get recruited through high school, right? That's your Yes. Point. Yeah, it's pretty much high school and, like, the camps you do sometimes. But, I mean, soccer is different. My cousin, my cousin actually, she goes to University of Virginia. She plays soccer over there. But whenever she lived in Dallas and we would go watch her games, she played for FC Dallas. And, like, the travel was always, like, whenever we would, whenever I would talk to her, she would always talk about how travel was much bigger than, like being on their school team, like that wasn't really the like the high like the real thing was like when you play with the club. Super true, because like for us, like we had showcases that we would like always travel to, and um, like emailing coaches to come and visit us. Um, for you guys, um, yeah, you had to do that kind of through high school and like highlight videos. Did you have a Did you have a huddle account? <laughs> huddle, huddle, it's all about yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, those that makes it fun. I feel like because it's always like those Friday nights. They were just I mean, you. You had to show out because you like Friday night lights. Friday night. What high school did you go to? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I went to two high schools because I moved like after my sophomore year. So my first my first two years, I went to Cedar Park High School in Austin, Texas. And then my junior senior year went to Vista Marietta, um, and yeah, those. I mean, it was there are two different experiences, like being in two different places, but and it was fun. Is like, Texas, I met a lot of cool people. Is Texas high school football like different than SoCal high school football? You like it? I yeah, I say yeah, just because. Um, it's more serious out there. Like they love football. That's really all they do. You know, in California, um, there's a lot of resources put into it, but it's not. They don't have that same love. Like in Texas, it was like you know the whole town was shut down on Friday nights to go to the game. Um, as you get deeper into the playoffs, like the whole school and like, the whole surrounding like shops and stuff would. You know, kind of, you you know, they were there for y'all and support you. And then, like, my two years there, we played in state. 
And like that state send off was always whole school was packed. You know, they stopped school. It was like an assembly and everybody, everybody came out. And then uh, my sophomore year, we ended up winning. My freshman year, we lost, but my sophomore year, we won. And we had the whole parade, like everyone in the town came. We were like on the main road. It was pretty crazy, but I say Texas, like they they really love football out there. That's that's all they do. Do you still have your ring? I'm sure you should get a ring for winning. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty big ring too. But it's <laughs> back like, at home. It's right here. <laughs> you went when you went to high school in SoCal. Were you familiar with De La Salle? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was my high school. No. Actually, my high school is Crumbelette. But um, anyways, pause. Um, we have another person who came a little late. DJ Olive Oil, is that your name? <laughs> I, like, don't know. I also, like, don't care that much. Call me whatever. Odie. Odie. How are you? God. Uh, <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Um, how y'all doing tonight? <laughs> day. It's like bright out. Go. Yeah. Daylight savings coming soon. Oh, really? Yeah, in like it's, two weeks. Yeah. Is it? Oh, spring forward. So we lose sleep. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Summer is close. It's I like, know. It feels like summer. Well, today yeah. was so hot. This week has been hot, but it's supposed to rain next week. It is? Yeah. LA like one day. LA, LA vibes is just so weird. I'm blessed to call this my city. Yeah, it's been <laughs> crazy. What has been weird? Up and down. Yeah, he said he's, um, should I, there's a waiting. Um, is he still in the room? Keep him in there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's in the waiting. <laughs> Um, no, she said he should be coming at like four fifteen or four fifteen or four twenty. Okay, cool. So yeah, okay. Back on Elisha's life. <laughs> <laughs> How was um this past football season during COVID restrictions and everything that changed through that? Um, were you still able to have kind of like the same fun experience or I don't know. How was that? How do you think it's different from Um, I just say the season it was like a roller coaster. You know, it was really there was ups and there was downs, but it was a real intense. Um, you felt like every game was like a blessing. Every practice was a blessing because you never knew you could get hit with COVID one day, be out. So, I feel like for me, I just. Um, made me realize how blessed I was to be able to play. And I definitely worked harder just because, like, you never knew when it can be gone. You never knew when it can be your last practice. So you were kind of walking on eggshells um, every day. But it was just – it was intense, kind of stressful with school and everything, Um, just trying to manage that. But definitely a fun experience. You know, every Saturday – um, it was interesting not having fans for most of the games. We really had fans for two games, but 
every Saturday you get to play with your team against the other team in a quiet stadium. You know, it's just, you know, you just really there to play football. It's about nothing else. And that was something I really appreciated having this season. How was like, so you guys found out you were going to play like two weeks, two or three weeks before your first game. Were you guys shocked about it or was it, you guys were like low key expecting something to change? Uh, me personally, I I knew they were going to have a season because I remember when they canceled it, I was like, I doubt that, they, that it stays canceled. You know, they're going to find a way. So when it, when they like switched and we were back on, like we had that, I want to say it was three weeks. I don't even remember at this point, but you know, we had that, those, that time to get ready, get practice. And a lot of people were excited. And I feel like some people, some people didn't really know what to expect because even before our first game, we heard that other schools were getting their games canceled. So, you know, game one, I feel like game one to game seven, felt way longer than a normal season because with everything you had to do with COVID and, you know, the unexpectedness of a lot of things that happened. So, you know, every day, every practice, every, you know, every time you traveled, just every little thing got magnified. So uh, to answer your question, I feel like people were ready. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know anyone that was, that knew we were going to have no, no season throughout the whole fall like that would have been that would have been interesting but yeah I mean it's over now and it all worked it worked out for the most part I wouldn't say it all worked out but worked out for the most part yeah like from the outside looking in like at least for me I was like oh there's no way they're playing like it's not gonna happen and then I think the big 10 were like oh we're gonna have conference games and then Pac-12 was like okay us too and I was definitely surprised, but, like, really happy it worked out for the, you guys. I think we were mostly surprised because, like, all of our stuff got shut down. Shut down. We couldn't do anything except, like, well, the We were training. Stuff. Well, not at first. Like, when they first canceled both of ours, we were just, like, running. We were like, how are they going to have a season if, like, we can't even stand six feet? Or just L.A. in general was, like, yeah. so Yeah, bad. so bad. <laughs> But it worked out. I was um because you guys chose not to play in a bowl game, right? As a team. Yeah. Um, so how was that decision? <clears throat> I mean, I just it just kind of kind of attributes to the, the answer from the previous question with the you know high intensity of the season and just being very stressful um, with school as well and guys not being able to see their families, you know. Uh, one of the things about, you know, playing college sports is having your families at the games and, you know, them being there to cheer you on and watch you. But with the with the pandemic, you know, even even for Thanksgiving, um, it was it was hard to, for guys to get home because you really don't want to travel. You, you know, because we had a game that weekend, so you didn't want to risk getting COVID. So... A lot of guys missed their families. A lot of guys were, you know, stressed and poured their heart poured their heart out into the season. So we just thought as a team that it would be um, like we would like we played all of our games. So we were blessed to play all of our games. But 
you just start um, pushing it, pushing either fur- even further, and it would have been difficult. You know, guys wouldn't have been able to go home for the holidays, see their families after a while. So we just thought it would be better to, you know, just call it a season. And we had a good, se- I mean, we had a good season in our books, but we can definitely be better next year. But we just thought like the games that we play were were good enough, and that we could. Um, take this time to re- take that time to replenish and get your mentals back to push for another for, push for a great season coming back in this year. Real, yeah. I mean, you guys didn't have a you didn't have to cancel a game because of COVID on your end, which was like really impressive. Real. And then you guys came back. Yeah, it was. <laughs> a bunch of people got it. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, it was it was definitely stressful with, um, just because the, you know, people not really knowing a lot about the virus, and um, you're hearing a lot of the news with other teams that are getting cancellations and, um, kind of the effects that continue to be found about the vac- about the virus. So everybody was trying to be careful and make sure they didn't hurt the the habitat of the team during the season, and we successfully did that. So that was that was another good feat. But it was definitely definitely wasn't easy because um, a few people did happen to get the virus too. How many people got it? Uh. Um. I'm not even I wanna say like four people. Oh, I was no, a lot more. I I'm not I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I wanna say like definitely under ten. Did you get it? <laughs> no. <laughs> how did you how what did you do to prevent yourself from getting it? Did you do anything like extra more than your team was asking you to do or how did that work? Uh, like what were the protocols I mean, that you guys had to follow? They just wanted us to like be socially distanced, you know, not not spend time with people that you know, not not be like sitting with someone for more than 15 minutes. Because that's how the virus passes, you know. That's what the doctors advise us to do. Yeah, so, just like the typical stuff. They were just, yeah. But I mean, me, I just would go to the facility, um, work out, do what I got to do, leave. You know, masked up. You know, wear your mask. Everybody watching, continue to wear your mask. You know, wash your hands twenty seconds. All the stuff that they say, and you know, just be out the way. Yeah, um, it's hard because. You know, it it gets stressful, you know, or I mean, it gets mundane, you know, going to the facility, going home, being on Zoom yeah. every day, you know, you kind of get restless, but you know, you're doing it for the greater good. And I feel like a lot of guys realize that. So that's, so that's how we were successful, but definitely wasn't easy. Yeah. Did you ever see like any of your teammates like breaking the policies like overtly? Nope. I like the answer. In one word. <laughs> that is very, that's the correct answer. Loyal. No more, no less. Just 
No. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I remember like during summer and then kind of like a little bit going into the school year, it was so boring because we just have like practice, come home, school, eat, and like repeat. I guess it's kind of like that right now. Um, but anyways, kind of onto like the last big topic I want to talk about, then we could just freestyle. Uh, <laughs> BSAA. So me and you are both in that um, amazing group, amazing group of athletes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that just for, I guess, our listeners um, and people in here? Yeah, yeah. So um, BSAA is an org we came up with um in the last may may 2020 after the events of that summer um and this is a group for you know black athletes coming together and you know elicit change and provide that community for each other and we've been doing a lot you know recently since we've been created you know we had a town hall in the fall where we talked to all athletes and we're able to share stories and you know, just talk and learn about each other, learn about what we go through, not only as athletes, but as black athletes. And it's definitely, it was definitely hearing from my other uh, fellow athletes, fellow Bruin athletes, but it's definitely something we want to do again, help build that community, especially in these times. And we actually helped design that patch. You know, that was, that was something that came from all of us. That wasn't just BSAA, that was in the staff. I mean, it, we had a heavy influence, us as athletes, putting that together. So that's something that we did, one of our big projects. And, I mean, we're just around campus. Um, once once things open up, we're going to have events and things like that. But we just, we're just on Zoom. We provide community for each other. We provide a place to be yourself because it's, it's kind of hard as especially as black athletes in um in a world where you're the minority of the minority and you're not really heard from when you're in a group where people look like you people support you and you can be yourself um that's something that that helps a lot of our athletes you can ask any anybody that's been in the club and experienced what we provide it's been um i feel like in in the short time we've been around we've done a lot we've you know we've made a lot of change in a lot of people's lives which is good so um well i mean we're we're gonna be here for a while but that's just what we've got so far and it's been been a lot of fun real retweet um yeah like i personally joined bsaa um in the beginning, just because it was like a very emotional time. And I wanted to have that group and community to be able to um, express my concern, like my anger, my sadness, um, because I didn't really have that before. Um, and it was actually very, very helpful. Um, and everyone in the group is like very open what they talk about. Um, we have open discussions, everyone's able to share their feelings, etc. So, um, yeah, what's one of, like, the main reasons that you decided to join BSAA? Uh, I say kind of like how I was alluding to it, just helping build that community and build relationships with uh, other athletes on other teams. I mean, even, like, me being at this interview, because 
I knew y'all from before. Like we have a relationship. We've hung, we've done, we've been through a lot. And I was like, we set this up real easy. And like, when I see y'all on TV or I see y'all, um, like I would always come to y'all games. So, you know, I like, I like supporting other athletes and I like, um, you know, building relationships. That's kind of what college is about. So that's something that was one of the main reasons because as athletes, I feel like we're definitely um, separated from each other and it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to see other people, especially during the pandemic, but even before, like, I would, I mean, I feel like we barely, I would barely, you barely see people like you might see them going around campus like once every two weeks, or you may see them at a party or something, but there's nowhere where you can, you know, be in a meeting and or be at a, be at an event that you guys plan and be able to hang out and, you know, share stories and, you know, build a relationship that goes past college. Yeah. You know, that's really what everything's about. So that's something that, I mean, I joined for. That's something I try to promote, just being a real friendly guy, you know, being a supportive guy. Um, and helping, you know, build build those ties that, that last a lifetime. Yeah. And, like, what are you most excited for for the future of the group? I mean, I'll say I'm, I'm excited to see us grow and definitely excited to when, when fans can be back at games. Like, we can all, everyone from BSAA, pull up to a soccer game, you know, we can really show out for y'all, pull up to a women's basketball game, you know, just being that group, you know, having that. Um, and then whatever event we plan, like we're going to plan stuff more for more than that'll be more than just for black athletes, like plan like a barbecue or plan like a beach day, you know, plan just fun stuff for college kids, you know, just to just athletes hanging out with athletes and being able to, you know, kind of break those, I mean, build other relationships that aren't just on your team and aren't other students, like build with other athletes that understand what you're going through and we'll be able to relate to some of the things that you have and also have a lot of fun, you know, that's, that's really I like having fun. So those are, those are a few things I'm looking forward to. And definitely um, if we're back in person in fall, like definitely pushing the number and pushing the envelope and seeing, how big we can grow and what what kind of events we can do. Also giving back to the community. Yeah. Um, you know, giving back to the youth. I feel like that's something that's real cool. Something that a lot of athletes want to do. But having those opportunities more happen more in the fall when things are safer. It's definitely something I'm excited to see. Yeah. I'm also excited when we can start having like in-person meetings and kind of doing those fun things. Um, and meeting more people than I've like already met because some of the people in the group when we have our meetings I'd like pass them on the street before the group and I like didn't really say hi and now it's really nice to um, have those I guess those people from other teams to say hi to Um, kind of last thing um, tell me about your debut on um, CNN news station Um, when you were on that like how how did that how did that even happen yeah, so uh, that was in the summer, and like before the season, there was like, there was um, there was a lot of uncertainties with 
COVID precautions and eligibility precautions and things of those nature. So a few guys in the Pac-12, we created a group. Um, we created this list of demands that we um, released to the public, you know, for, for the commissioner and everyone in the Pac-12 to see that just has some, you know, guarantees that we wanted with eligibility, guarantee eligibility, you know, better COVID precautions, um, other, other more, you know, um, student athlete rights. Yeah. That, uh, that like haven't been, like have been addressed, but we really brought to the table, like the potential of athletes getting paid, things like that, that were in our document. And um, after we released that, it was like something that was monumental, did a lot of change. And we kind of had a, like a media run, I'd say. So um, CNN reached out to me and I was able to do that with Otito. And it was definitely, definitely an interesting experience. You know, I never, never been on TV like that before talking like that, especially not CNN. So it was something that was cool. Definitely a fun experience. Um, also was on ESPN. With Dr. Harry Edwards and Maria Taylor. That was something that was cool as well. Um, being able to like speak on TV and like seeing your friends like, oh yeah, I saw you on uh, ESPN or CNN. You know, it was something that was cool. But we were definitely speaking out for ath- for athletes everywhere and bringing that awareness to it. Have people talking about college sports and how um, athletes are being exploited and those different topics that that need to be talked about, need to be reformed because you can always make things better and feel like college sports can be even better for athletes and they can have their have their uh needs really taken for or their needs provided for you know there's that potential to do it so we kind of have to bring that change along and that's gonna be that's that's something that's gonna be on the athletes to to call for and to get people moving on that. So that's, that's just what we felt we were doing. And like being on CNN, being on that platform, being able to speak was something that was um, a blessing and something that was very cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Okay. Now I guess I will open up to the floor to other questions about literally anything, music, movies, pop culture, How's how's y'all season going? I got to get a rundown of that first. Sucks. It's going well. We're three and zero. The team has a trip to Arizona this weekend. The we have to drive. We don't get chartered like you guys. So it's like a uh, what eight hours? Like eight drive. hours. Dang. We found out they're allowing fans and or family to Arizona. Parents making the trip. How did they? How did they allow that? Yeah. Or like, what changed? Because I thought they weren't going to. I don't know. They just told our coaches, and then Ileana, girl on the team, texted me. She's like, "Family's allowed to come." So maybe Tucson opened up, and they're allowing that stuff now. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. That's Good cool. luck. Good luck. First game with. Fans. First Pac-12 game. That too. So, how do you guys feel about it? I'm excited. 
It's I, exciting because it's just been so long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, last season that we had in the fall, like, last, last fall just feels like forever ago. So oh, it's- my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah, it feels like it's today when we're doing the set pieces, it felt like it was, like, September. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Really? The vibe. It was, like, fall vibes. Yeah. Like my birthday. Well, the weather too. Yeah. My birthday. Yes. And the other day, I was like, "Oh, like, what should I ask my parents for for my birthday?" Like, (laughs) well, yesterday we were talking about your birthday party. Yeah, like it's (laughs) February. Talking about about her birthday. Twenty one next this year. Going on theme. For your for your twenty one. Twenty one. Hopefully things are. What's the theme? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Disney. <laughs> Liar. Um, it's Disney. Are you going to Vegas? No. We'll go on our off day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trip. But, yeah. Season's been good so far. Hopefully it... Good. Only right. dubs, right? Pardon? Only dubs so far? Only dubs. Yes. Does it feel weird that your preseason was so short? It feels it feels weird that Pac-12, like, we're playing Arizona. Like, yeah. already? Yeah, already. Yeah. Because yeah. it usually takes, like, five or six games to feel ready. Yeah. And I feel like the Arizona game is going to be, like, shit. It's going to be a... It's going to be, like, this, this... Yeah, because yeah. this is... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, like, the first, like, Pac-12 yeah. game. Wait, what time is the game? It's at five California time. Oh, sweet! Arizona. Do our watch party. What day is it? Friday. Ooh. Yes. Yay! Yay! Woo. Good luck. Good. Do you guys hear about Tiger Woods? <laughs> Dude, that was literally right by my house, like five minutes away from my house. Yeah, like I got a text that morning that said like the road on Hawthorne is blocked. There was like a traffic accident, and then I was like okay whatever and then like I'm seeing like on CNN and everything that it's like Tiger Woods and everyone in my family's like don't go on Hoffman there's so much traffic and I'm like Tiger Woods is like dead he's like not dead did he die no no he's not <laughs> he just had like bad I'm like I think he only had like lower body yeah. Yeah. he broke both of his he did Dang. Yeah, they're like yeah. rushing into surgery, but nothing's life threatening. It's just like his life. Can you go to UCLA, like hospital? Oh, I don't know. No, he's probably from near. Somebody my house. told me oh, that really? they went to UCLA. Oh, but that would make more sense to go somewhere close. Yeah, because it was different. He probably went to like. Yeah, he got like airlifted. Well, they had to like pull him out of the car, but he was conscious. Yeah. Well, okay. What's weird is like that street. I think all of you guys, minus Elisha, because you've never been to my house but um <laughs> sorry about that but, um like i've like taken all of you why'd you turn off your camera were you mad oh no like my my uh okay <laughs> well, my battery was low or something i don't know anyway it's like this road like a normal street and then off to the side is like grass and like shrubbery whatever so I don't know how he would have gotten there 
He was like That's so far from the road. No, he was like so far from. He it. was like single car accident, and his car like flipped. Yeah, he must have been like on something. And yeah, that's like, but it was like in the morning. They said probably not. Time is real. It looks like it was just an accident. Time isn't real. True. Because there's like like it's a nice road. There's no weird obstacles. Like it's just a straight path. Like he dropped his phone and he went down to get it. Like and then freaked out. Like I don't know how he didn't get so far away from the road. No, that's what I'm like rolling. Wasn't it like a big car too? The car was like upside down. Oh, it like flipped over. Mm -hmm. Dang. Oh, kind of related. Bringing things together. Ayana, who plays at Arizona, who you guys are going to play against, she was on me and Maddie's club team. One time she told me that she wasn't going to be going to practice because she got in a terrible car accident, which is just, we just don't <laughs> judge about that. You're really calling her out. No, I am. Oh, and so I was like, I because she also like lied a lot. So I was like, Ayana, <laughs> if you're lying about this, like, I don't want to like say anything. <laughs> she was. Send me like, a clip art picture of like a car upside down with flames. Wow. Was, like this was the accident. And I was like flames. Yeah. Did and it I work? was like, okay. And then <laughs> then she like sent me like a real one. I might still have it. Well, our coach was like, feel better. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. No, <laughs> one time I had to say that her cat died and that's why she couldn't go to practice. She didn't even have a cat. <laughs> and like I'm the one who has to say this. But yeah, so dang, was y'all practice is hard or something, or is she just no? They were like jump. not hard. She lived far away, but like I also lived really far, so. Okay. Anything we get out of practice? Yeah, I wonder if she tells the Arizona coach that. <laughs> I bet. I bet she does stuff like that. Funny. For like our high school, for our high school team. Um, whenever we, whenever like someone was late or forgot their shin guards, we had to run like a thousand, which was like every single line on like the soccer field, like a minute late or someone forgot their shin guards. No, it was like, bad. like suicide. Wow. Wow. We had every single line on the field. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm thinking of like a track football field where it's like a meter away. No. And I was like, that would take you like five years. No. I mean, it was, still, it was, like, very tiring, but I was, like, this is high school. I'm, like, come on. It's not that deep. It's, it was never that deep. Yeah. So every time someone was, like, going to be late, we just text them to, like, not come or text the coach <laughs> or text the – or, like, tell them to text the coach that, like, you got into, like, an accident or something. So every time you went to practice, you're just holding your breath because you're, like, like, everyone needs to, like, fucking be here. Did you – were you ever late? <laughs> Okay, one time I was actually late and like everyone had to run oh. and I was like mad at me. Wait, <laughs> did you not run? Yeah, do you have to watch them or do you do it? Oh no, every, everyone has to do it. It's, it's worth it. You're morning, not the one who runs. We were hosting like a team brunch after, so I was helping my mom set up. So I was like, I had to be, I had to be late, but like everyone on the line, I'm like, wow. Hey, guys. That was like That's probably wild. the worst fitness, like my worst fitness story. One time in, I think it was, yeah, it was high school. I think my junior year, it was like, so like our team was really bad and we had to do like fitness during tryouts. 
and um it was like supposed to be a punishment and I think like it was maybe like it was three tempos basically but just one walk back two walk back (laughs) three walk back and no joke people were throwing up (laughs) people were like over like yakking like vomit everywhere people were like crying saying that this was like torture like it was so fitness is rough today yeah. there was like never any fitness so it was like the one time there was everyone was like everyone they were so mad that was like a funny day uh we used to do champ camp on im oh this is funny and i remember one time it was like us and just like men's volleyball that's yeah. it so it's like elijah i don't know if you guys have like champ camp but it was like every friday it was just like a fitness like so kind of like a, a hit workout, like burpees, pulling sled pulls, sled pulls, assault bike, like the whole work. So we like, had yeah. one on IM, and it was with men's volleyball, and this one guy <laughs> like could not hang, like he was struggling. And it was when like, was this? Yeah, he's a migrant. Um, what's his name? Grant. Grant. So like, uh, I was so are you name dropping? It was um, yeah. like a group thing. It was Grant. So it was like set up. We all had to hold the rope and do like sit ups, and then everyone had to bike. What was it? It was like nothing. Like no, like it was like. You know, I think it was maybe like a hundred calories or something, but like it was like not a hundred. Like, it was like divided. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it was a hundred. And no, no, this no. guy is like he. He's like passing out. Growing up. Everything. Wow. He's so pale. Six, six guys. Like, wow. <laughs> he got Lanky. They had to, like, help him off the field. Man. I remember he was, like, being carried. Was guy. he a freshman? No. Didn't Reebok say something? Like, Probably. Well, because we were supposed to be, like, the rehab group. Because it was yeah. you, me, Megan, and then randomly him. I don't know if he had something wrong with him. He wasn't injured. He was just with us. And, like... Oh, he wasn't injured? No. It was, like, us. And then Tegan was in our group, our, like, old goalie. Oh, she was? Oh, yeah. She was. Yelling at him. <laughs> of course yeah. she was. I know. That was, like... As he's, like, dying. Well, it was also, like... It was one of those things that, like, out of the people in the group, like, it has to be split evenly. So, like, it's us four, and then him, like, dying. Yeah. And he should have been, like, the one doing the most. Yeah. Because we're also all injured in some way. I think I biked for him on the last one, because he was, like, I think I remember you biking. Yeah. Like, I think everyone went, and then he couldn't do it, so I think you had to do it. Oh, my God. Now I see him, and I'm like, you're just not. (laughs) Wait, Elisha. You're canceled. Isn't there a punishment where, like, I don't know if it's if you're late or something. I remember this. The box jumps. Yeah, that's, uh, I want to say that's retired, but it used to be, like, 300 burpee box jumps. And, I mean, it was bad. You had to do it in an hour. Wait, if you were late or if you, like. It was, like. Yeah, like if you like if you missed a, if you like missed something or you were late, like the next morning you would be there. Like early, 5 early right? Five a.m. Three hundred burpee box jumps in an hour. How tall? In an hour, box? and someone has to pretty- uh, watch you, right? 
Yeah, and they're like right there with the counter, like. But it was pretty tall, I want to say. But I don't know. It like it depended, like what. It depended, like if you were a lineman, it would be shorter. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it depended on like what position you were. Yeah, this kid couldn't <laughs> hang. Get Grant, get Grant out of here, man. Dang. <laughs> Poor Grant. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I remember, I always remember hearing stories about champ camp and like how it was just like the hardest thing, but we never did it. It was fun. For football. It. Yeah, it honestly wasn't I would the hardest hear. thing. Like, it was hard. Like, you definitely but it's don't only look a day forward day. to it. Yeah. yeah. And it's six good. minutes hour. Yeah, I think the longest one was like 20 minutes. What? Like football has like camp. And it's yeah. Everyone's like, oh, camp. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember when we'd have, we'd have like the compliance meetings and then Aaron Atkins would always like, oh, yeah, when you guys go to camp and we'd always be like, it's like not camp. We're not football. <laughs> we don't have a camp. Like, we like, just have a camp. One practice a day. Literally, yeah, two practices a day for like three days. That's camp. Yeah. <laughs> How hard I don't get why they still call it camp because like it's not like we're going somewhere. It's not like remember the Titans where you go like to a <laughs> random place. Like it's just like practice and meetings. Like it's not like something serious. I mean, it's serious, but it's not. You know, it's not like to that intense. So it's really just like practice. That's what that's what I think of it. It's just hard with like the back to back to back, like getting your mental right, but, but, but that you just practice sleep. I remember you guys in the fall like C sesh in like probably like July when we would be working out on football. Um, <laughs> We do have like that's like our speed work though, like just doing those like different stretches and things. Like I guess they like help strengthen different parts of your legs and stuff. But like we would have like that one day, then we had a lift, then we would have like that or another day where we would do like the medicine ball throws, yeah, like pull the sleds, like stuff like that. But Hmm. that one do we do variation. Of it and um, like stress and, and like karaoke things that uh, that just gets you warm for like I mean it gets you right and like it helps with your speed but it is it's not easy it's definitely not easy yeah is it fun <laughs> I mean I have a lot of fun out there just because like you with you with the squad you know you working. And the you just gotta think Play about music. You just gotta think about um everybody. You just gotta think about other things like I could I could not be playing football anymore. You just I mean, when you think about it like that, you know, you're like I'm out here, you know, we could be you can be you can have COVID right now, be locked up and not do any practice. So it's like I might as well come out here. Trust the process. 
hard with the with the squad with the with this yeah and just get it in and then once you're done you know you go home for the day chill out do your schoolwork be posted and then do it again the next day that's how the vibes are right now what does be posted mean Maddie, like just asking what's your what's your like your screen alicia no it it's because my, my battery's low, so every time it says, like, low battery. Yeah, but what's no, the, so. what's the oh, picture? picture? Oh, yeah, the picture? Um, it's it's from it's from uh, this anime watching piece. It's like their ship that they're on. Oh, the what? Anime. One day I was just bored, and I put it as a... <laughs> Board things. Wait, can you yeah, the show's called One Piece. See, when I'm bored, I change my Zoom screen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, change. I want to see it again. It's nothing too crazy. Oh, it looks like the um, ship in Super Mario Bros. When they're going to the next world. Real. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I get yeah, it. You know what I'm talking about? When they, like... Actually, they did like Bowser's Castle. They like jump on the ship and go to the next world. Remember when you guys would play that? That would be I fun. I love that game. I never had to play. I would just watch. Flash, remember when you came over and played? Um, what was it? Rock Band. Yeah, I remember. I came over. What? It, I remember. Um, I remember we watched the Bachelor that one night too. Was I there? I don't remember the Bachelor. I don't think I was there because I would have remembered all of this. It was. It would have been like my. It was at like. The rock. I want to say because we were party hopping and. Yeah. Yeah, we were party hopping and it just didn't work out. So like, I just pulled up and we either watched the bachelor, we watched the movie, but it was cool times. Fun times. BBC. Um. Yeah, it looks like we're it looks like we're nearing the end of the show. Um, Elisha, thanks so much for joining us. We'd love to have you in a future in a future show. Um, yeah. Cass, I got, I got an outro song. You have an outro song? Yeah. <laughs> Elisha, you recognize this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you found it. No, <laughs> it's everywhere. Wait, play, play it. Play it's it. a good song. I'm the second verse. I'm the second verse. Oh, this is cute. Oh, you're the second verse. I'm just kidding. Wait, what is it called? Physics everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, nice. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks everyone for tuning in. Yep. Thank y'all for having me. Yep. Uh, bye. 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 bye.